You are listening to the In Focus Church podcast. We believe God is going to meet you right where you are today as you listen and dig into His Word. for Mark on that one. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get a little bit excited in here today. We're talking about Jesus and what he's done to change our lives. So uh, we have first this morning, Kimberly Kelly, who is going to be, uh, yeah. Thank you. Share the love with Kimberly. That goes along with our uh, theme of share the love. If you didn't know, we're in the middle of a series called Share the Love. Uh, we're talking about the love that we have for things that God's put in our life. We talked about sharing the love for Christ, sharing the love for our neighbor, sharing our love for the church. Today we're talking about sharing our love for the campus, that we care about the next generation. We are a multi-generational church. Yes, multi-ethnic, but multi-generational, praising God from one generation to the next. And so we want to talk about that today uh, because if we stop or we stop caring about the generation behind us, then we end up dying as a church. And so... Uh, Kimberly, we're glad that you're a part of that next generation. So why don't you share a little bit about your testimony to everybody in here this morning uh, of how you came to know Jesus and how that's affected your life. Yes, I would absolutely love to. Um, Good morning at Focus Church. Um, As I was mentioned, my name's Kimberly Kelly, and um, I accepted the gift of salvation at a pretty young age. I was born and raised in the church. And my parents were both like active leaders in the church. So I feel like I always put this pressure on me to be as close to perfect as I could because of all the eyes that I felt watching me. And I feel like I kind of quickly developed this mindset that like, okay, as long as I do all the right things, then God will be pleased with me and everybody will be happy. And it kind of led me to believe in this performance-based gospel that like everything was on me. Um, And then I feel like out of constantly falling short and never really seeming to measure up, um, that caused me to find validation, praise, and approval in others and really seek after that and anybody who would give me attention or love or just make me feel validated because on the inside I just felt so worthless and that there was just, I couldn't do enough to make up for all the mistakes that I was making. And... It wasn't until that I was transitioning from high school into college that I was just like tired of feeling conflicted. I was like, God, this just can't be the life that you have for me. Like I'm missing something. So um, I did something that I never really did before. And I had an honest talk with God. I was really super honest about everything that I was going through and what I was struggling with. And I feel like he met me right in the middle. Um, And he highlighted parts of the gospel to me that I never really saw before, like the fact that I was saved by grace through faith and that there was nothing that I needed to do to earn his love or approval. That was something that was freely given to me when I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. And that was really life-changing for me. Um, On top of that, like out of that grace that I feel like I had received through that truth, knowing that I'm validated by God and that my identity is in him. I don't have to find that in anything else or anyone else, but it's just in him and being a part of the family of Christ. Mm, Yeah, that's good. (laughs) And I think that the part that still shocks me the most about 
um, just my walk with God throughout my entire life is that even though I had the privilege of growing up in church and knowing the gospel and reading the word and trying my best to mimic like a standard Christian good girl, like he still chose to pursue a personal relationship with me and call me to go deeper with him. And I feel like at that moment, it really clicked for me. And I was like, wow, this isn't a religion. These, this isn't, I don't read my Bible or go to church or do all these things just like out of obligation or to feel good about myself. But because like God, actually loves me wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, like me, all of me, and that makes it so personal. He's a loving, kind father, and I feel like that's what he taught me through our relationship, and we've been rocking ever since, so. Hey. That's great, yeah. That's powerful. Um, So, as we teach here, we're never uh, saved by grace through faith just to walk through life alone. Um, that we can oftentimes get caught up in the idea that, well, this is my personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and that means that it's just going to be me and Jesus for the rest of my life, which is the furthest thing from the truth or what the Bible teaches. So he adds us to family. Uh, He puts us in spiritual family. He puts us in community. Um, So if people don't know, ENC is Every Nation Campus Ministry. It's a worldwide campus ministry. How did you get uh, to be attached to or ENC in particular? Yes, so I am a senior business administration major student at Augusta University, go Jags. Um, And when I first got to college, I kind of was doing what I like to call like a world tour of all the campus ministries on campus, just trying to see like which one that I wanted to settle into. And I came across ENC and decided to visit and the rest is history. That's great. So glad you stuck with ENC. Yeah. I, yeah, I noticed that you had, I was reading some things that you had written down. It's like, yeah, at first it was like, yeah, ENC was like, I wasn't feeling it. But I'd, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, but then you're like, but I stayed anyway. Um, and that's important too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like if we just go on our feelings as opposed to where God is leading us, uh, our feelings will lead us to places we didn't really need to ever go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about the church? Because Every Nation Campus Ministry is a church-based campus ministry. It's not a parachurch ministry, um, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, we believe in church-based campus ministry that ties you to a local church, so ENC is connected to In Focus. So how did you get here, and what have you learned about community, uh, family, spiritual family, through your connection to ENC and In Focus Church? Yes, so um, I was kind of already kind of visiting at In Focus Church a little bit before I started getting connected with ENC, but after I got connected with the connected with ENC, um, that's when I started to come to Invocus Church more consistently. And I feel as though like when I first started coming, I was a little overwhelmed. There was a lot of newness for me. And I feel like because of that, I immediately was kind of captured by fear. I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to like step outside of my comfort here, God. I'm uncomfortable. And I feel like God was still like pulling on my heart to be obedient and consistent in attending with both. And I feel like he met me in that fear and really helped me to step outside of my comfort zone and make connections with people who were, I feel like, completely different than me, like connections that I never really would have made outside of coming here and coming to ENC. And at first I was like, what? Like all your friends, you're supposed to like have stuff in common and, you know, have commonalities. But like it was in those differences and those different experiences that I really saw like the grace of 
of God and him like grow me in my faith walk Mm -hmm. and just in loving my brothers and sisters in Christ well. And I know that that is something that I never would have really grown in and encountered if I hadn't come to ENC and in Focus Church. That's great. That's incredible. Such a good message for all of us in the room. So thank you. That's so good. Um, So where do you see God taking you over the next few years? That's a great question. Um, Outside of just staying here. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, <laughs> well, clearly, yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel like that God is, he's placed some um, gifts in me. And I know that, like, when I leave, like, I kind of want to do something with my degree, maybe enter into the workforce, something like that. But I do know that God's put, like, a special place in my heart for ministry. And I'm not quite sure, like, where that will lead me in the future. But I am very much open to listening to wherever it is that God is calling me, whatever it is that I'm going to do. I know that wherever I am, that he will use me. And I trust him in my path in life and in the future. That's great. Well, I'll tell you this. I do know. God has called you to ministry. You're a minister of reconciliation. Uh, The Bible tells us that um, your smile lights up a room um, and what God's done in your heart flows out of you very effortlessly. uh, And I'm grateful for that. We're grateful for that. Uh, You're a blessing to ENC. You're a blessing to this church. And we look forward to what God's going to do through you for his glory in the future. So can we give a hand to Kimberly Kelly this morning? Good morning, Daniela. Good morning. You look lovely. Thank you. Your birthday week. Yes. Um, We're so glad you're here with us and grateful for what you do um, at ENC and leading with your life. But could you, um, well, not but, period. But could you share with um, all of us um, your testimony, how you met Jesus and what he's done in your life? Yeah. So um, I grew up in a somewhat Christian household. Like, I knew it was the right thing to go to church and read my Bible and pray, but that's about all that I did. Um, I kind of based my faith off of a checklist, and as long as I did those things, I was good. I was saved, but I didn't realize that God was relational and very intentional until later on. Um, And when I was growing up in my home life, I felt like I wasn't getting the attention and the love that I wanted, so I looked for that in relationships in like middle and high school some too. Um, I was just looking for approval, just wanting to be loved. And so I would change myself to be good enough for other people because I felt like that was my purpose at the time, just to be good enough for other people. But I ended up being left broken and lost and confused in myself and my identity. Um, But I ended up coming here, and then I went to camp in seventh grade, and God truly met me where I was at. Um, He wrecked my soul in the best way possible. Um, We were worshiping, and I heard the gospel in its entirety for the very first time ever. And it really stuck with me because I was like, God sent his one and only son to live the life that I should have lived and die the death that I should have died on the cross so that I could be free from my my shame and my guilt. Um, And so that night I surrendered my life to Christ and God really was waiting for me with open arms and he took me in. And ever since then, um, I've just been living for him and I've still struggled and I've had to unlearn and relearn a lot of things that I was used to and how I grew up like knowing stuff. But God is continuing to transform me, and I'm just excited to see where he takes me. That's great. I guess y'all can tell that uh, Daniela, as well as uh, probably a lot of these students, have been on mission trips here, uh, have learned how to tell their testimony. Uh, We call it the two-minute miracle here. So it's like people don't want to necessarily listen to your life story, so you got two minutes 
to tell them what Jesus has done in your life. And so she just actually gave you a really good explanation of the gospel just then, and that's awesome. Um, so I guess you're here, high school, middle school, high school, uh, and easy transition. I'm, I'm assuming to college. So you just what? got connected to the NC? Is... Yeah, I was already very involved in youth and I loved it. And I was like, you know, this has to keep on going. Like I want to make sure when I go to college that I don't let my faith waver, that I'm still consistent, still in community and still pursuing God in relationships. So ENC was like a no brainer for me. I love that. Um, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's important to let everybody know that it's, we, when we talk about campus ministry, we're talking about campus, college campus today, but we believe in that from whether it's, you know, elementary school with kids ministry, middle school, high school. Uh, we don't wait, you know, don't wait till you get to college to go, oh, I want to give my life to Jesus. Maybe I ought to do that. It, it's like we could do this at any given point. And, and Daniela made uh, a choice to begin to live for Christ while in high school, middle school and high school, and then made that transition, which we love too, to campus ministry. So it's important to have that. And you already knew where you were going, and that's great. So. Yeah, it's a joy to have watched your family, you know, center Christ in the church in y'all's lives. Because it, like Brent said, it's if you aren't involved as a kid or youth, you're not probably just going to jump right into college. I know that's the thought that some families have, but if the value of church is not put into your family when your kids are young, then all the activities that you flit around and do while they're younger, they aren't all of a sudden going to love the church when they haven't necessarily been um, positioned to do that. And I have loved watching you fall in love with Jesus. I've watched your two-minute miracle transform um, as God has revealed himself to you. And you have, in essence, taken Genesis 1 through 3 in your life and, and put the identity of God uh, in the center of your knowing, in combating the lie of the enemy, which is, are you sure that's what God would say? And absolutely, you're standing up tall, knowing who you are in Christ. It's amazing. Can you um, share with us what community um, has meant to you at ENC or here at church? Yeah, so I'm an extreme extrovert. Um, I love people and I love community. So community is very important to me. But I think what's so incredible about God's community is that it's a community that doesn't make sense. And it's not supposed to make sense. We're a people group that are coming together that don't look the same, that don't have the same beliefs, the same background, but we're connected under one body of Christ, and we're connected because of the transformative power of the gospel and that alone. And I think other communities that I've been a part of and school, like just clubs, it's like we have something in common. We have that one common ground, but other things we don't have in common. So you take that one thing away, and we're separated. We don't know each other. We're not relational with each other. But because here we're connected under the gospel, that it doesn't waver. It doesn't change. And we're stuck together as the body of Christ. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So having been here now, middle school, high school, college, what are some things that God's taught you about the importance? Um, I know you talked about church, the community that, that we God has formed through the gospel, which is powerful. That's the display of the gospel. But just your commitment to the church, because like anybody, um, things get tough, things get difficult. You know, people come, people go. That's church. Um, and you could get disillusioned by that. You say, I'm done. I'm going to school. I'm... But what, has, what have you learned about the commitment to the body of Christ and then just staying uh, connected to the church? 
Well, being connected to the church is very important. Like God has made us to be in community with one another. And I think when I was transitioning to ENC and Mark asked me if I wanted to be a leader, I was extremely anxious about it because I didn't feel like I was smart enough. I didn't think I was old enough. I didn't think I knew more about the gospel and the Bible. And I was just like, me? Like you're asking me? But what God really taught me through that is that he doesn't um, called the equipped. He equips the called. And, you know, God has put me, God has put me in this position for a reason. And it's not in my strength that I'm doing all these things that I'm reaching people, reaching the campus, sharing the gospel. It's only through Christ that I'm able to do all that he's called me to do. And I think my mindset for that was messed up in the beginning, but God has really transformed my heart and has shown me like, I'm going to get you through. It's not your strength that's getting you through, but it's mine that you're relying on me and me alone. Mm, that's, that's powerful. So what's, uh, what does the future look like for you and some of the things like what's some of the vision God's given you for your immediate future other than a mission trip? I know that's coming up soon, but like beyond that. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like God has given me a voice, and he's given me a passion for people who don't have a voice. I'm actually majoring in nonprofit administration and leadership, so I definitely want to do something in that, just being able to um, help people who don't like necessarily get the love and attention from people that they need and who are overlooked by society because God loves them too, and Jesus would definitely be sitting with them to this day, so I definitely want to do that, and God has definitely shown me that that's what my future is going to look like. Yeah, I wanted to answer that question for you, like, I'll answer this for her. She's going to help run Outreach Center downtown. I definitely am. <laughs> yes, she is. That's powerful. Um, Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> oh, Period uh. No, 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 no. Oh, please, no. <laughs> she said it, not me. Uh, yeah, Sorry. but you wanted to say I it. I did. Uh, so. I did. Um, yes. Well, we have watched Daniela grow up a good bit and uh, love her family um, and love what God's doing in your life and are so excited about what God does have for your future. So uh, you have grown up a lot and matured so much, and we're so uh, proud of you. Yeah, we really are, and grateful for what God's doing in your life. So let's give a hand one more time for Daniela Harris. And... Here sit these two young men who there's generational discipleship represented in what I see in Cole's testimony. Mark discipling Thomas and Thomas discipling Cole. That's how I met Cole was through y'all's love for him before I ever met him face to face. Uh, I, could, I was watching Mark and Thomas and Mark while you're giving testimony. Mark's eyes are getting really uh, wet over there. So I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's powerful, but here, here's the reality. That's the power of a testimony, right? When we talk about being a witness for Christ, it's that word is as if we were sitting in front of people in front of a jury having to tell the truth and nothing but the truth and would be, will, are we willing to do that? This is who I am. This is who Jesus is. And I'm not afraid to say so. That's what this whole thing's about. This is what you guys are doing on campus uh, weekly and as, as well as the students. Matter of fact, y'all did that this week. So um, maybe before we get into other stuff, because Thomas was up here the last time we did this. So I know there's some new developments in your life. But just briefly, how did this past week go? We had the ENC group from Jacksonville come up and do an uh, evangelistic type outreach with you guys at AU campus for a couple of days. So how did it go? And who, who are y'all? Yeah, who are y'all? So my name is Mark, Mark Maldonado. I'm our campus missionary here. And... Woo-hoo! Yeah. 
I paid him to say that. Right, yeah. So to answer your question, um, this week was a dream. It was really a blur. It happened so fast. Um, so one of the things that Pastor Brent really challenged us with as a campus ministry was to really pray for, like, what do you want to see God do in your ministry? Like, what do you want to see God do in the numbers or um, just the relationships that we build with students and all? And we saw some amazing things. So before this week, um, God revealed to me that we were supposed to double our numbers, right? So we typically average around 20 to 25 students a Tuesday night. So we do connect groups on Tuesday on campus. Uh, but this week we had a worship event, right? Something that we've never done as ENC Augusta. It was a worship night. And we saw over 50 students come. Um, yeah. And it was absolutely, it was an incredible sight. It blew my mind, in fact. Um, but yeah, God did some incredible things this week. We got to build a lot of relationships. We saw like seven salvations in like one day. Wow. Um, so wow. it was incredible. Yeah. I know I talked to Mark a little bit. I was like, we called him on the phone. How are things going? Pastor Brent, it was amazing. I've learned so much, man. I'm so excited, which is part of what we were hoping this would do. They were doing a spring break mission trip, just a short couple of days, helping out. That's what larger family does. We were so ministered to by the campus ministry from Jacksonville, um, and they love being a part of you guys, what you guys are doing. Um, and Mark was so encouraged, as I think our whole group was, um, and just saying, Pastor Brent, it was amazing seeing people give their life to Jesus. And all we do is ask like four words, can I pray, or five words, for you, or something like that, and just what God would do. So Thomas, uh, last time we did this, you were up here talking about things God's doing in your life. Mm -hmm. What's been happening since then? Um, so yeah, I know last time I did say that I was um, going to be our campus intern, but now, um, as of recently, I actually have taken the next few steps. Um, I've been trained by Every Nation to actually go through with the internship now. Um, and one thing that's personally going on for me that is really encouraging, um, I have the opportunity to you know reach out to people and ask for financial partnership and just partnership in general because you know what we do is very great. And God's really placed it on my heart to really just share with people just in general, because I feel like campus ministry is a very underrated thing. And unless you've you know, been a part of it or God's reached you in that way, it's not something that you really think about a lot. But he's done a powerful work in my life, and so I want to share that with others. But with that, um, everything that um, I'm going through with Every Nation, so it's been less than a month. And as of right now, I'm already at 21% of my goal in, mm. terms of, in terms of partnership. And so that's, it's God's just working miraculously. And I really feel like he's just continuing to show me new ways to trust in him. And he's really just continuing to build my faith too. Um, awesome. in just so many ways. So that's awesome. I love what God's doing to you guys. So if you didn't know, uh, Carla mentioned it. So Mark reached, uh, on campus. We've been doing campus ministry for years, but this is probably the most effective years we've had. And that, that's not because the, the people leading before weren't. It's because a lot of times we expect something just to happen, like it's like massive explosion of something. And that's not how the kingdom of God usually works. There's a, there's a planting, there's a, you know, a sowing, there might be, well, let's go back. There's a plowing, there's a watering, there's a tilling. Now we're going to plant, then we're going to water all of that. And that's what's happened over the last, whatever, 15 years. 
And we've seen a lot of growth over the last couple of years. And man, it has been so exciting to watch. We saw you reaching people and that one of those people was Thomas. And now this is, as Carla said, multiplication. Um, so share a little bit about your vision for where you see God, what you see God doing in the, in the immediate future. I know we're about to go on a Memphis mission trip, uh, spring break. And I love the fact that y'all are doing that. Just what are some things you see God doing? God's doing some incredible things. We changed our whole ministry model. We, uh, fall semester, I mean, we saw like 18 students give their life to Jesus, which was nuts, mm. right? But then this semester, yeah. yes, this semester was something completely different. I feel like God revealed to me that we needed to be more relational, right? We saw 18 students give their life to Jesus, but there was no connection, mm. right? And now, I mean, the relationship, the relational component is so strong and I feel that students are becoming more and more invested by what we're doing on campus, right? It's not something we, we just do on Tuesday and we come to church on Sunday. It's something that we do every day on campus. This yeah. is something that, you know, this is what we do. This is Matthew 20, 19, you know, go and make disciples of all nations. You know, we're called to go and reach the campus and our students are getting behind that. And we're seeing more and more student involvement as, you know, like, even just this past week, it wasn't just Jacksonville here. You know, our mm -hmm. student team um, really, they really, um, how would you say it? Um, showed up. Yeah, they showed up, right? Poured out. Yeah, right. They they, um, they did it, and they came, and, you know, we evangelized on the health science campus and um, the Somerville campus. But one thing that we're still praying for, and the door is still open, was paying college. You know, mm -hmm. that's something that our heart is still really geared towards. I believe that God's going to do something. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I know we're running short on time, but what I would like to do, and I would like all of us to do this because today it's about sharing our love for the campus, that we as a church are invested in reaching the campus. High school, yes, middle school, but then the college campus. We're investing in missionaries. We're investing in campus ministry so that we can see students who at this point in time are searching and looking and wondering, what am I going to do? Is this? And if they're Christians, they're wondering, is this what I believe or is this just what my parents believe? I remember that's where I was. It was a tough time. And we want to have people like you all and these students out there saying Jesus is real and he has a purpose for your life and he can change the course of your life for his uh, glory and your good. Mm -hmm. And so I want us, and I'm, I'm joining with these guys here because we believe, we're still believing for that 50 to be a regular number, not just a, you know, some kind of one-time thing, just like we're believing for that 20% growth in this church between now and Easter. We're believing for it in every place and lives changed, and people being changed, and people being added, and students having a purpose, like we're seeing like Kimberly and Daniela and Anna and Anna and Cole, like that's just a, a sampling of what God's doing. And, um, and you guys are a part of that. And these are, and for me, these are kids too. Like these are babies. little babies. And you talk to them, and especially Mark, you talk to him in the office and you realize how young he really is. <laughs> he is a dad. Uh, but he is a dad. He, he's older and than a husband. Me blows my mind still so uh but i want to pray i want us to pray for the campus can we do that for augusta university for paying college um and then just what god's doing in the world in students lives campus ministry all over the world so let's pray together and let's pray for these young men as well you have been listening to the in focus church podcast we hope god met you right where you're at today be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a rating wherever you're listening from and visit infocuschurch.org for more on all that's going on in the life of our church.